0: Hello and welcome to Sports for Dummies. I'm Dan Huss with Tom Chardon. Todd Ablin and Eric Krauser are out covering state golf this week. For the week of June 14th, 2019, we're talking about State Lacrosse Championships on Saturday, the state baseball tournament. We're also talking about state seating, and of course we have our favorite sports moment of the last week.
1: As we're doing this podcast, Eric Krauser is driving from Jordan to Coombe Rapids. How long do you think it'll take him?
0: How many stops will he, will he make along the way? To tweet? <laughs> He's t- not going to tweet while he drives, right? He might eat while he drives. Yeah, that's a long haul. Jordan to Coon Rapids. That's, uh, it's not bad in the middle of the day, but, uh, coming home at four o'clock will even be a longer drive. It's a good two and a half hours in the
1: car. You won't have that problem, uh, covering state lacrosse this weekend, and... Chaska and Minnetonka.
0: Minnetonka and Chan or Chan and
1: Minnetonka, right? We uh, have the um, state ch- championship matches. The girls at 3:30 at Chan. Girls three.
0: at 3:30 and, and the boys, boys at, at six, 6,
1: I believe. Prior Lake and Edina are Eden Prairie are looking looking like the sure bets, like I said all along <laughs> to be in the state championship game.
0: In the in the girls'
1: finals. In the girls. It, it, would take a uh, U.S. Olympic style hockey upset, agree. probably. Agree. To knock one of those teams out, Breck played Prior Lake Thursday. Lakeville North played Eden Prairie Thursday in the semifinals, and
0: I don't see an upset. Now both uh, Breck Breck won ten to nine, I believe, over Forest Lake. In Lakeville North won 18 to 15, and Prior Lake won what? 19 to six, 19. and Eden Prairie won 20 to four. quarterfinals, yep. The Eden Prairie cretan game was tied two to two, and Eden Prairie scored 18 of the next 20 goals.
1: <laughs> should have stalled.
0: Eden Prairie was stalling.
1: And they were stalling. I don't know prior, I think Prior Lake they were up like 11, four at the half. that was never. There was never any doubt. So we got that'll be the state championship game.
0: What is going Eden, to determine the Eden winner? Eden Prairie there?
1: won the first match up ten to
0: eight in Eden. In, was it Eden? Was it? In, it was Eden, it Eden was, Prairie. It Eden was Prairie. Eden Prairie. Prior Lake beat Eden Prairie last year. Up six five in
1: prior Lake. prior Lake. Never got to face him again because Apple Valley upset him in the section
0: championship game, and then Apple Valley came back and then beat Eden Prairie, Eden Prairie in the championship game. So, I think it depends on how the refs call the game. If they're gonna let, they're gonna blow more whistles. Are you mean? If they're gonna let them play, I think prior Lake has a better chance because they are very physical, and they appear to push the physical envelope.
1: They do on the defensive end. They are very physical, and it starts with their defensive leader Kelsey Vigor who's up for the state lacrosse Miss Lacrosse award.
0: And Eden she, Prairie does have three girls that are up for the Miss all Lacrosse. on offense? All on offense.
1: So Vigor likes to use that stick. She's effective with it. Sometimes that butt end of it gets a little, t- a little in too close but she is a top defender and she will uh, definitely be playing physical. Prior Lake will, uh, Prior Lake can score,
0: but Eden Prairie's defense is awfully good. Well, I mean, the difference is Eden Prairie's got, you know, like, like I said, three girls up for Miss Lacrosse. They're all offensive players. I mean, Vigor can only base guard one of them. She can only, yeah, she can only check one of them, semi check.
1: Um, I don't, I don't know. i yeah, you might be right. If it's physical, I could go Prior Lake's way. Face-offs are always going to be the determining factor. Josie Kropp does a lot of the face-offs for Prior Lake, and she's awfully good at it. She seems to be able to get every ball in the air, and she's, she's not that tall either. She's tiny. She's just very athletic.
0: Yesterday, I mean, Creighton is not Prior Lake, but yesterday Eden Prairie won 22 of 26 face-offs. Yeah. Well, that that's usually decides the games in boys and girls lacrosse. It'll be interesting. We'll see what kind of crowd we get for
1: that in Chan and in Chanassen for that that matchup. What do you think? Five hundred?
0: There, there, there. That might be pushing it a little bit, but uh, it is right before the boys' game. They could get some carryover, especially since either Eden Prairie or Prior Lake will be in the boys' title game as well?
1: Yeah, you're probably looking at a Benilde versus Eden Prairie Prior Lake and the boys. Benilde's got to play who? St. Thomas. St. Thomas. I don't see St. Thomas winning that game.
0: St. Thomas was the only, in girls, the top four seeds all won. In boys, they went 1, 2, 3, 5. So there really wasn't any upsets.
1: St. Thomas beat Lake
0: no. They St. Thomas beat Montemita. 11 to right. 9 or 11 to 8 or something like that.
1: Benil's gonna go undefeated again, and they're gonna get either Pryor Lake or Eden Prairie. Pryor Lake beat but an undefeated Benil team in the state championship game last year, ten to eight. I bet you they don't want to see Pryor Lake again, Benil. Pryor Lake and Benil played early in the season and Benil
0: beat them four three in overtime. Benil beat Eden Prairie I'm thinking it was eight five or something like that earlier in the year. I uh, this is, Prior Lake just plays for this time of year.
1: Whatever their former coach did, and now their new coach, who was assistant under, under the old coach, they know how to get prepared for these moments, these playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised if they
0: won it all again. You could make an argument for three of the top four teams winning it all, I think. I think Eden Prairie, Prior Lake, or Benild could win. I haven't seen St. Thomas, but... I don't see St. Thomas beating Benilde.
1: Yeah, I mean, to me, Prior Lakes won weaknesses. I think a little bit is on the defensive end. I do think they give up some some goals at times. I think they're... I think they can be pretty explosive offensively. And they've got kids that are on the perimeter that can really shoot it. Machinsky, Miller, Bladeau, They're all... You know, it's it's going to be how they, if, if they get into these laps, sometimes I feel like they get into these the times I've seen them play, get into these little defensive lapses. I think if they need to avoid those, I think they'll I think they'll beat Eden Prairie, and I think they'll have a good shot to beat Benil.
0: Well, uh, Eden Prairie's strength is its defense, and with Quentin Matsui, the Star Tribune's Metro Player of the Year. He's also uh, in that same article. The Eden, Ryan Ward, the Eden Prairie coach, called Matsui not only the best defender in the state, but the best defender in the state ever. That's high praise.
1: <laughs> so it'll come down to him trying to <laughs> trying to get in front of one of those Bachinski shots, that, or just stopping Prior Lake's offense. Does Eden Prairie have enough offense?
0: Uh, they're I don't. They're not dynamic offensively, but when their offense is going, it's coming from three or four different people. Probably their leading, well, Colin Penn, who was a linebacker on the football team, might be their leading scorer. And Will Foster, a sophomore, also is right up there. If Prior Lake was able to pull that out and win it,
1: three, three state champions in four years. I guess you consider that a mini dynasty, huh? would be i think so it's not up there with edina tennis or apple valley wrestling or who else is there why is that, why is that a, a, why a synchronized is that, why swimming was is, is that a synchronized swimming or st paul johnson badminton i
0: think they've won 10 in a row but it's close yep. we also have uh, baseball starting on friday and i think eden prairie is the only team in our coverage area that's in the tournament yeah, unseated eden prairie unseated eden prairie uh, they came out of you could argue or at least historically it's one of the best sections in the state i mean in the last four years they've had two state champions and so eden prairie the coach thought they had a chance at the three seed most certainly the four or five and they end up not only being unseated they get unseated, then they draw the number one seed, Stillwater, defending state champion, defending state champion, who's got a one-two punch in uh, two pitchers that were both drafted by the Twins last week. It's not a good draw. And uh, Eden Prairie has has been unseated the last three of the last four years, and has drawn the number one seed every time. So the. Patrick Ewing
1: ping-pong balls are not flowing their way, huh?
0: Eden Prairie must be in that cold envelope or whatever, uh, yeah. however that worked. I don't know how that works. I guess the state high school uses it. Have you ever explained it? How does it work? I'm not sure how it works. I I don't know why they don't. Uh, first off, I don't know why they don't seed one through eight.
1: I don't know. Yeah, uh, that to me is crazy because Eden Prairie wouldn't be the eight. You know they'd probably enjoy. They, if they weren't the three or four that they wanted, they would definitely probably be the six and avoid Stillwater all
0: together. Well, they shouldn't even be the. Who's the two? It's Stillwater, Blaine, and then Hopkins, and those those three teams are one, two, three in the QRL. Eden Prairie is the fourth highest ranked team in the QRL of of the eight in the state tournament they're ahead of east ridge who is the number four seed by maybe five spots i think and then ahead of mounds view the number five seed by maybe 10 to 15 spots hmm.
1: yeah i don't i don't know how that's i don't know how they coaches vote i don't know how they vote on that um for the top five like they should just see it one through eight they should see it one through eight in all sports that have seating, It's not a rip on the eighth seed. It's
0: just, you know, eight. You, you seed them all, everybody them in, in sections. sections?
1: Yeah, you don't just go one through five and then random draw. So why don't you just seed them at state? It's, it's three extra, it's a smaller process. It's,
0: it's not that much of a bigger process, just do it. What would they say if somebody made a proposal to just seed top five in the section tournament? Uh, they'd freak out. Especially some of these sections, like bas- or the Section 2A basketball,
1: oh, yeah. that would be, that would be, that would not be good if you were the number one seed and drew the, a really good team that was 6, 7, or 8, or 6.
0: But I was, I was thinking about it, I mean, look at Eden Prairie plays Stillwater, who's more upset, Eden Prairie or Stillwater?
1: Well, the last time, well, a couple years ago when Burnsville was a higher seed, and they had Sam Carlson on the mound, and he just got drafted, and he got lit up by Lakeville North in the first game. That sometimes that draft you know, maybe that's maybe that happened again. That was worse. That was the worst. Sam Carlson's probably pitched in two years, and it didn't go his way. And it was the whirlwind of drafting and being tugged here and tugged there, and he didn't get a lot of sleep, and it didn't happen for him. Maybe that. Maybe. Maybe that could, well, it's been a little more. That was probably three days after the draft. Still wonder the kids have probably got a week or so. Are they high draft picks? 35th round or something That's like that? Maybe he'd be pulled, charged here, this, that, going over here, doing that. Maybe not ready. Especially when you're drafted by the hometown team. Exactly. Oh, you know, He may not be ready. Maybe a lot of the lights may be shining and... Here he's being asked to do this. He's at target field. I said, that, can be, that can
0: be a lot for a kid after a while. Two years ago, Eden Prairie was unseated, beat number one seated Wayzata in the opening round and went on to win the state title. Huh? It can't happen. That was the same year they went through the loser's bracket to win the section tournament. Went six straight in the loser's bracket. Lost a,
1: um, the kid from Prior Lake that got drafted in the third round. Yep. Can't think of his name in the first in the opening game. What was his name again? Nick Hansen. Yep. Drafted and then he had Tommy and then he went to the Reds and had Tommy John surgery within a month. I don't know what he's doing now. Sam Carlson also had Tommy Tommy John surgery for the Mariners. Let's hope that Stillwater kid doesn't have Tommy John surgery for the for the, for the hometown Twinkies. Yeah, I don't, they they should see it. They should be more transparent in how it's done. You know, a lot of I've even heard that I, I can't remember what coach told me this, but the coaches' votes for state seating really don't matter. It's 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 basically um, he told me it was they vote, but the state high school league can overrule and put teams where they want. I was told that by a certain coach that they vote, they still will interpret it, but the state high the state there's they got board guys on the state high school league. They will then. See the teams. Oh, based probably based on that vote, but they might change it.
0: I heard that. I don't know if
1: that's true. I wish they would be more transparent. Well, I
0: mean, we don't. Nobody knows. I mean, I I thought I heard that there was a, a member of the coaches associate or somebody in the room, but I don't know. We don't know how it works. But we've always said that even at the section level. I mean, let's let's see how these see who voted, voted. how see who voted put the put the votes
1: up and how each team seeded each team you won't have a, you'll probably have less monkey business if you see some coach seed teams lower than he should because he's looking for a a better a better draw or a better opponent they won't do that as much if you can call it on them.
0: I still I mean I know there's flaws and we're just talking about transparency we don't know how that works but I still think the QRF is the way to go
1: It is what it is it's hard to figure out I don't think they do a good job explaining
0: it, especially the tiebreakers. Well, I don't think they. I mean, it's it's kind of a secret. You know, I don't. For state, you get away. I,
1: you know, me in sections. I just want to get rid of all conferences and play your section teams. If you got eight sections, you got eight teams in hockey. you Play them each twice. There's your seating. You go right by the conference by your section standings, and then you go into conference, and then you make you can make up any other games you want. Nobody cares about conference champs anymore. It's blatantly obvious that conference championships now have become... If you happen to fall into one, great. But no, I don't think many teams are playing for conference championships anymore. They're all playing to get ready for sections. And if you fall into one, yay, great. They pat themselves on the back and they tweet the photo, and nobody cares.
0: I thought there was a proposal a while ago about section scheduling. Maybe it was just for football, but... Uh... Yeah, I just play the teams in your section. You know the teams for two
1: years out every time, and then, and then you play a home and away for those two years. And then when it gets redone, you play, and then you redo it. And it it, it it's not done. It's it's not the aren't sections aren't changed so much where you have to all of a sudden drastically change everything. Basically, you can just keep the same kind of stuff. If a team gets added and taken out, well then you go to that team. I don't think it would be that hard. And then you freeze you up. Instead of having to play 20, 18, you get 20 baseball games for the regular season. So now you play your section opponents, seven, that's 14. Now you got six extra non conference baseball games, right? Instead of playing, you, know, you get 20 or 18 South Suburban basketball games because you got to play everybody twice. So you got seven other tournaments, seven other games plus a tournament. Now you got 14 now you got all, now you can take that schedule and you can go play people who you want to play. You don't have to and then you can go play if you're not in you know if you're if you want to play a rival or, or create another rival with somebody else and play Burnsville if you're prior lake even though you may not have in this section. I just don't get to me conferences are meaningless now. Maybe maybe in the outstate but in the in, in around here the SEC Champions and the late conference and I don't think nobody cares. It's
0: all about sections and getting the state. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, if, if they fall backwards into one... They pat themselves on the back and they tweet a photo.
1: Whoop-de-doo. Way to go. Rather, it. I'd rather play section. <clears throat> play your section teams. At least twice. And you can have a true seeding process. You can look at it objectively and say, well, this team had eight, was 8-0 eight in the side. They're the one. This team was 0-8. They're the eight. This team was 5-4. and four. They're the four easier yep you won't get you won't have any arguments you don't even need a section meeting save all those uh, athletic coaches drive time do they even do they even do see, they drive yeah, they to do it, it on the, they do it on phones now they don't they do even go to meetings <clears> that's another thing sometimes you're seating sometimes these schools
0: see before the whole everybody's even played a game i think volleyball does that i don't like it and i think Section basketball. I mean, they had a whole list of criteria you're supposed to consider, but you know, you know do they? They don't. They don't.
1: they they're, the coaches. They go in and they will seed, but they're also looking to find out what the best possible avenue that they can have to get to a section final and opponents. So they're not seeding necessarily objectively. They're seeding with their best interest in mind, and so. That shouldn't be that way. It should be it should be based on merit, not what's your best path. So I think it's flawed. I think they should just eliminate conferences. Just eliminate them. Play your sections. You're the section regular season champ, and then you're the section tournament champion. How about that? There you go. You can just call it the con- yeah. It's just like NCA basketball. You got your regular season champ, and then you got your tournament champion that gets the bid. I don't know who would be. I don't know who would be against it. I'd like to get. We probably should get some of these ads in there and say, "What do you think about these conference?"
0: I think the problem would be, say, uh, nobody wants to play the late teams twice. No, I mean, what if you? There are some rivalries that those schools are not in the same section. But you can. But you. But you can still play them. Like I
1: said, if you have a rivalry with. Well, Eden and Eden Prairie are not in the same hockey section, right? Right. You can still play them twice. You're only going to play 14 regular season games in hockey. But maybe they so you, you maybe got, they
0: think that takes away. I mean, look at the golfers in North Dakota. I mean, nobody cares about that anymore. Yeah. Well, true, but you can still play them. You can still play your Well, they, they care about uh, St. Thomas and St. John's. Once St. Thomas leaves. St. Thomas won't be able to play them anymore They'll be Division 2
1: um, Do they care enough now? That's the key I think it's a big rivalry They think they would care you know, Anytime you get Eden Prairie and you need on the ice they're going to care whether it's for a Coffin's Championship or, or anything else well they well I mean, you're saying will they will they put their best players out there knowing that it's not gonna affect their seating? That, I mean that could be you could make an argument that way, but I still think they're gonna want to still play good. It's Eden Prairie against Edina. I don't think they're playing their best just because they want to win a conference championship.
0: No. But they're playing get I mean all these good coaches, they play they plan for the No, and, and when Eden Prairie plays Edina, it's not for that, geez, if we beat the Hornets, we have a better chance of winning the conference. It's no, this looks good on our section resume. Right. A good Adina win, but it would look good on a state
1: resume too. Yep. If you get that far, you know, and you, yeah, there'll be there'll be a new rivalry, probably probably be created in the section format. But I still think with such a there's such an emphasis on winning sections, and everybody's so I got we got a p- good playoffs. I just, it seems to be it seems to be there's more emphasis on winning, winning, winning in high school sports now that you might as well just scrap conferences and play for the state tournament, play to get to state, play to win in sections. I mean, I couldn't remember any conference championships. I don't. I remember. I, I bet you I can remember most of the section championships, but if you ask me who won the girls section bat, who won the SEC in girls basketball this year, I'd have to think. I don't even know. Is it North or it might have been North over Eastview? I'm not even sure. Well, I could not tell think, you who won
0: either soccer championship in the SEC. I think Hopkins Girls won the late conference girls basketball Yeah, title. I probably did.
1: I couldn't tell you. I, can't, I couldn't even tell you who won in this past season who won the SEC softball. I couldn't tell you. I think it was North. I would guess North.
0: Well, Eden Prairie won Eden Prairie softball won the late conference. There you go. There's only five teams in already. Not anymore, not next year. How would, it
1: would probably help their scheduling, wouldn't it? They wouldn't have to, wouldn't have to find as many games. Well,
0: next year they gain St. Michael and Buffalo. Oh, yeah. You got to go
1: on the road to Buffalo. That's it. So that'll be, the. We'll, we'll, we'll have uh, come next week, we'll have known who the state baseball champion is, state lacrosse champion, and trap golf champion. Champ? State golf championship, and all that will be left is trap shooting. And they're up in Alexandria for 10 days. I think they start the 10th to the 19th. There's nine classes. I think Prior Lake shoots on the 18th. It's fastest-growing sport in Minnesota. No injuries. That's what they always say. We have no injuries, and we have more participants than anybody. It's a good thing they don't have any
0: injuries, right? Yeah. <laughs> It would, you t- imagine it would take guy, one injury.
1: first guy to shoot somebody's toe off, they shut trap shooting down altogether. So there are no injuries that should be... A, they should not use that. Because it will only, ta- only take one toe blowing being off before the State High School League shuts it down and nobody does it anymore. And the participation thing. I, a lot of it, I, I think there's a lot of serious kids who like trap shooting. I think a lot of them like to go shoot a gun once a week. You know? So... The ballooning of the the participation and everybody's playing—it's it's a little, it's a little too much for me. And the no injuries—a little too much for Travis. Just settle down a little bit. <laughs> we used to get that from lacrosse. Remember how lacrosse was the fastest-growing sport in the history of civilization? There's still one class, and there's no outstate teams, barely any. Madamita, is Madamita outstate?
0: They're the farthest out Yeah, I, it's, I, not I growing, saw, it's not growing. It's not growing that much. They just added a girls hockey team. I can't remember where they're from. Matamide? No. Uh an outstate team.
1: Yeah. So lacrosse hasn't grown that fast. We got that we got that spiel from the lacrosse before. Everybody's playing lacrosse. It's growing so fast and they've been stuck with about the same number of teams for 5 years and it ain't going anywhere else. I said they're one class. They're the one class team that doesn't need one class, two classes. They just stick with their one.
0: Well this is this is the first year that uh, Blake girls have not played in the state tournament
1: yeah the Blake the, the Blake girls have uh, what happened They hit a road hit a roadblock in their dynasty. It's now become Prior Lakey Eden, Eden Prairie. I don't know any and Apple Valley had their run. Stillwaters had good programs and good teams.
0: Lakeville's kind of split between Lakeville South and Lakeville North like Lakeville Souths
1: has had some good teams North has had some good teams other than that girls wise with Blake who's been good I mean legitimately has a chance to win
0: well I was, I Apple Valley's been the only team other than Eden Prairie or Blake to ever win a title and they've played what 13 years now yeah that was the that was the one game. Eden Prairie is a 13-time defending champion, section champion. Every year? Every year. Yikes.
1: We need more people in the girls' lacrosse then so we can balance out the fields. Well, so, I, mean, I, I remember there was a guy at State Track talking about lacrosse, and he said that St. Cloud was trying to get a lacrosse, but they have no summer programs. So they're, tr- they're putting all this stuff together, but they have no summer programs. Why are you going to compete then? So you're just going to go up there you're just going to get destroyed. So some of these, all these good programs have these core summer programs where they just feed in. And if you don't have that lacrosse, and a lot of them just go all winter indoors, the balance of power is for girls it's ridiculously because there's some teams that have zero chance to And like I said at the beginning of the year, we said there's two teams that can win the state championship in girls lacrosse. And they're, they're going to be in the state championship game. chan had a good team, but they had two chances at Eden Prairie and lost both times. And the boys, the field is bigger, but it ain't that much bigger.
0: No, it's probably
1: doubled. I mean, there's probably Rosemont had a good run. They almost beat Prairie Lake in a section championship. Minnetonka, Eden Prairie were good teams. You know, they Stillwater was undefeated, but I, you don't know who they play. I, I, you know, Benilde's always been pretty good. You know, there, there
0: might have been. Vegans had a good yeah, run. There was probably eight. You know, girls has two, boys might have eight. White Bear Lakes had
1: a good program for a few
0: years. They, they, they've had some teams.
1: It's not that it's been Eastview here and there. It's just need more teams and less whistles for girls. All right, well, that's it. Why, that's well, it.
0: you've got a sports moment from last week.
1: I'll go with Samantha Barrett for Prior Lake Girls Track. She won the triple jump, first year in track. She was a club gymnast. She decided to come out for track this year and won the state triple jump. I guess that's pretty good. And a technical sport like the tri- event like the triple jump, she picks that one and wins, sets a school record and wins the triple jump. Bertzel side, you got to go Kyle Atkinson, state runner-up in the discus two years in a row. He's had a pretty pretty solid career. He's going to go D1 track at the University of Minnesota. He's been pretty pretty solid in the shot put for two years now.
0: I'm gonna go with Eden Prairie's pole vaulters. They had three vaulters at state. All three set uh, personal records. Ben Sayther finished second with a vault of fourteen nine, I believe. Kenzie Kluge finished sixth with a school record vault of eleven six. And Carolyn Tarpey finished 12th i believe with a personal best of 11 feet so they're the they're the pole vault queen kings and queens and they're all uh, all coming back all coming back
1: there you go chaska nothing no my chaska had the state high jump champion i can't remember the kid's name
0: starts with a c it's
1: good enough for crusher and Jordan won state track. I guess we get them the team of the award for, for, for Todd. Jordan, state class A state track champion. And some guy from Jaska with the first letter C won state high jump. Cross will fill you in next week.
0: That's it for Sports for Dummies this week. I'm Dan Huss with Tom Chardon. For round-the-clock sports coverage, check out swnewsmedia.com. Thanks for listening.